You're about to enter Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, please search for us on iTunes. Uh, look at Nowhere, California, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Nowhere, California. Please hit like. And as always, we are very hungry for your feedback. So if you have any requests or anything like that, please send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Hey, this is Miko Hughes from Pet Cemetery and New Nightmare. You're lost in Nowhere, California with Phil and Josh. This is Philip Morgan, and you're listening to more Tales from the Con. This is Josh. This is Phil. And Phil sounded like an NPR anchor there. <laughs> but like you said, this is another Tales from the Con. Who are we uh, talking with in this one? Nico Hughes. Yes, the great actor that played uh, Gage in Pet Cemetery and uh, Dylan in uh, West Craven's New Nightmare. Those are the biggest uh, ones. Yeah, but the um, guy has a great career. You mm-hmm. might remember him as the little annoying kid from uh, Full House. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's one of his reputations. Yeah, but yeah. we had an opportunity to talk to him during our time at Days of the Dead. Really cool dude and really awesome. talented DJ. Yes. And um, I guess Give it a listen. It was uh, it was really fun talking to him. Okay, we are at our second Days of the Dead convention, and we're sitting down right now with Miko Hughes. How are you enjoying the night so far, man? It's doing well. It's just starting to ramp up. It looks like it's going to be a good show. Yeah, you've been hitting a lot of these cons lately. Has there been? How has the con uh, world been treating you? It's been good. It's kind of been a little slower lately. I think I did uh, one or two last year. Um, This I think is the first one of this year. Uh, I was doing a lot of them for a while, yeah. so it's kind of nice to like take a break and come back to it. And uh, usually, LA shows are kind of mellow, just because Hollywood. There's so many people, yeah, and the film industry are based in Hollywood, so it's kind of saturated. But uh, this is looking to be. I mean, for Friday, we're what 40 minutes in, not even like 30. It's already looking like it's going to be a good show. So I'm, I'm impressed. I'm stoked. That's cool. Um, in your past experiences with uh, cons, has what has been like your favorite interactions with fans and has there been any kind of weird interactions that you'd want to Oh, wow. Let us know. Um, shoot, I'm sure there's been plenty. Uh, <laughs> overall, it's just more like a like an overall. Have, they they kind of blur together, like because yeah. they are different cities, but the con scene it's it's more of like the subculture, and the yeah. subculture is universal no matter where what state you're in for it. Um, and a lot of people travel, so it's kind of a, a close knit family. You see a lot of the same people and. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's been countless adventures, and a lot of them I'm, I was too drunk at the time to remember. So. <laughs> That's part of the con world that I enjoy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things you're here for is your work on Pet Cemetery as Gage. Sure. Um, how do you feel about the legacy of uh, Pet Cemetery as horror film and just film in general? I'm forever thankful. I would have never thought that, you know that it would carry me to where I am now. I'm sitting here, however, you know, over 20 years later, doing this, like sitting, giving an interview for something I did when I was a kid. It's, uh, it's phenomenal. Like, uh, it's, it's a huge part of my life. Uh, what was it like working on an R-rated movie like that at such a young age? Filming is totally different than watching. Yeah. Um, I think, from what I hear at least, because my memories are minimal because yeah. of my age. It was such a young age, yeah. Sure. They, uh... From what I hear, they they kept things as safe as they could be, um, so I wouldn't be scared if there was you know gory effects and whatnot. Um, but overall, it probably wasn't that big of a challenge because yeah. with editing and music, it had so much to, to exactly. film. When you're on set, it looks 
kind of weird from one direction, but you turn, if you could turn that camera around, you'd see 20 people standing around smoking cigarettes, <laughs> eating donuts, yeah. and like hanging out. Not so reacting it's, to it's a semi hitting a small child. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the, the environment that it's so carefully crafted to appear to be. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, one of our favorite things to talk about on Nowhere is the Nightmare series. And last year, we actually talked to Heather Lannenkamp yes. a little bit. She was such an awesome person to talk to. She's and a sweetheart. She is. Um, how was it working on in that iconic franchise? Knowing it was just a new nightmare, but still being a part of that iconic franchise. Totally. Um, yeah, I remember, I still vividly remember getting the phone call that I booked the role and just freaking out and being so happy. I wanted to do backflips because <laughs> I had never seen a Freddy movie. And I told my parents, I'm like, I have to see a Freddy movie now. Because uh, I was pretty young. Yeah. Like, I was, you know, I didn't watch a lot of scary movies growing up. And uh, But Freddy was such an iconic character. It's kind of odd that he became so popular being a horror movie character. Yeah. He, he was a pop culture icon. Regardless of people who might have seen the film or not, everybody so, knew who yeah. he was. It's, it's totally. wild, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And there, there are some people that don't give uh, New Nightmare the credit it deserves. Um, how do you feel about the staying power of that movie? The kind of the legacy of that movie by itself, out of, out of the franchise, where it takes it into the reality of the world, bringing Freddy into the real world, bringing Heather Landing Camps as Heather Landing Camp into the real world. Sure. Yeah. It was uh, it was interesting to see like how it kind of breaks the fourth wall. And it's self-referential. Uh, it, it I think Wes kind of experimented with that idea in New Nightmare, and then he explored it more, and it became the Scream franchise yeah. not long afterwards. And it's it's great to see that you know, when it initially came out, it was it did very well with the critics, but it didn't have a large box office. Yeah. But the fans and people who follow the Freddy franchise. It, it seems to be one of one of the favorites over you know over the course of time it's it's been able to stand out on its own merits regardless of whatever marketing or timing when exactly. it came out that uh, it didn't get uh, the shot maybe that it could have could have used yeah uh, we do like kind of a side uh, like I guess spin-off episodes from our original episodes we call them why not and uh, new nightmare is going to be one of our next ones is fun discussing that we'll discuss like either movies that have flown under the radar or weren't given that shot. Sure. And awesome. It, it became one of our favorite kind of spin-off deals. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, in, in acting, you've gone through a lot of aspects. You've done comedy, you've done drama, you've done horror, thrillers, and everything. Is there one uh, side that you particular, particularly side with? And is there something that you look at in scripts where you're like, you know what, that's what I want? Yeah. Uh, you know, story is so individual. The, the elements of it, it's hard to say you know, I want to play this type of character because you can't really know until you read a script to know that that's going to be something that, that moves you that grabs a hold of you. In general I mean, horror will always be close to my heart yeah. um, I like, I've never I guess since Pet Cemetery, I've never really played the bad guy yeah. so I think it'd be fun to play just somebody really fucked up and unique um, in, in another horror um but, yeah, I, I, I guess I just kind of look at everything uh, individually on its own merits and, and uh, try to make the best of uh, each individual opportunity. That, that's a good way to do it. Uh, lately, you've been actually uh, DJing. Yeah. What, um, what brought you into that world? What kind of made you go, you know what, I, I want to try this? Yeah, it started as a hobby, and my friends were all getting into bands when we were teenagers, and... Uh, 
I I didn't really want to do a band. I, DJs kind of played all the music and yeah. remixed and added and, and kind of... Um, I've always gravitated toward electronic music and that seemed to be the route for that. Um, yeah, and it was just kind of a hobby that, that I occasionally turned into a little side business. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and actually tomorrow night you're going to be uh, DJing uh, Masha's Ball. Right? Yeah, DJ Trey is going to be running most of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably throw down a little uh, guest set and maybe... Uh, back-to-back tag team with him just kind of play it by ear yeah that's gonna be awesome man yeah um do you have any upcoming projects or anything you would like our listeners to know about or uh, or where we can find you online sure um i have a twitter at miko hughes um i have a instagram at woe is miko i have a facebook there's like a bunch of fake ones i have an official page that is i haven't updated in ages you can add that eventually i'll get to that okay. but, uh, we'll add it in the notes <laughs> yeah and then i've got um a couple projects coming up in november um one is called william frost it's a horror oh. based on a mortician that gets in a beef with his neighbors that escalates to extreme proportions oh that sounds, sounds good, good. <laughs> and I, I play uh, the assistant mortician to the lead and uh I inadvertently tell him how to commit the horrible deeds that he's <laughs> about to, to do. That's so cool. Looking forward to filming that. And then there's a, um, a drama called After Ours that'll be filming in the same month. So, uh, yeah, looking good for this next year. Some projects coming up. That's awesome. And, of course, it's, it's us. Um, we have a particular trademark question we end every interview with. Cool. Uh, we've added, asked it to Sid Haig at the landing camp. And the list goes on and on, and we want to pose it to you. Sure. What is your favorite What the Fuck movie moment? Oh, the end of my favorite horror movie, Audition. It's such a slow burn. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a horror movie, and it gets weird, and then it gets weirder, and then it gets even weirder, and that final scene is just a crescendo of What the Fuck. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much for talking about Thank you. This is fun.